can't follow you to hell and knowing that it's going against God's way the whole way. I mean, I've got to come back and say, no, I, I need to be there and doing the right thing no matter what. I had a friend that was just, you know, sick recently and just, you know, take a meal over and just be a friend. Right. You know, someone, oh, a good one, right? someone that is there for your friend when they have a need. Well, how about that's something I would listen to because when you know someone loves you, you know their wounds can be trusted. I'm Bill McMinn, Senior Pastor of Beagleville Bible Church. And this is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's Word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. And we love to do it. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life, this is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast, talking today with my best friend about how to be a friend. So <laughs> you are, you know, I wrote something Spottering really nice. me up. No. Listen to me. I wrote something really nice about you on my Instagram post. I had a picture of you behind the truck and I say, doing anything with her is great. It's very nice. Something like that. It was. Yeah. I, thought, I thought it was. I said in church, you were my best friend. I said it. Yeah, we are best friends. Yeah, I mean, because you're were, you were my best pal and, and you're the one that I talk to about everything, even mm -hmm. if you don't want to hear it. You know what I mean? I, I, I talked to you about it because yeah. that's the kind of friend we are. So I think that when you look at relationships and I would say that we are built clearly by God to be social creatures. If you yeah. look at the descriptions of the church, it's the body of Christ. And it's like, you might be a finger, you might be a toe, you might be an eye, you might be an ear, but you're part of that body and you see so much. I mean, I think it's built within us to be social. Mm -hmm. Is built within us to kind of want to connect with other people. Even COVID's kind of scary, actually, because I think people are pretty disconnected. But I think there was that need to connect with other people. Oh, yeah. We absolutely want to hang together with people, talk to people, socialize, communicate. You know, if, if you're alone all the time, it kind of can be an empty feeling. Right. And it's hard. Right. Yeah, I think that, I think so for sure. But it really is. I remember reading a verse when I was a kid. It's like... Uh, Basically, if you if you want a friend, be a friend. It was that's a big paraphrase, but I mean, I got that out of the Proverbs, especially the King James version back in the day. But I remember it's like, okay, those who have friends will show themselves friendly or something like that. Yes. And I've often felt like, yeah, it's kind of up to you to to have friends and make friends. I remember when I was a little dork in seventh grade, you know, I had all these dorky friends. You know, what I mean, we were like four little dorks that hung out uh, every day together. But you know, we pout around, and I had buddies, and I felt good to be honest with you. you yeah. know, so I felt good to have friends. Yeah, it's nice to have somebody that's there with you, kind of going through life with you. Yeah, how important on a scale of one to ten for you is it to have friends? Honestly, now now scale of one to ten. Well, to have you would be a ten. Oh. I mean, I have friends. I know. Yeah, I'm not super social, I guess. Right. You know, I love to go do things when we're doing things together, but I'm also very content to sit home in my house and do my thing. This woman here <laughs> could honestly drive all the way to California and never turn on the radio. I have driven eight hours with never having a sound in my car. Right. Yeah. By herself. She could drive. <laughs> I... I get into the truck from here to the church, which is two miles, and I need noise right away. I, I can know. hardly get to the end of the driveway. I want to hear something. 
I never run in quiet. If I'm out doing something in the yard and I, I can take the, the music, I'll take it with me. I always want something. Bill so on. can't relate to it. He got me a boom box. He bought me a TV for the basement. So while I'm working in the basement, I can have something to watch and something to listen to. They're like brand new. <laughs> now, ask Jerry what she's thinking of. Hey, Jerry, what are you, what are you thinking about right now? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Well, Driving laundry, down the road, I got deep in thought. What are you thinking about? Not a thing. <laughs> Yeah, my mind's always going. The the, the my irony. My mind's always going. The irony is like I, I think I'm about a billion about. other things. I fall asleep in a second. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You think about sometimes not as much, but you go to sleep, you're thinking about stuff. So yeah. But like anyway, uh, friends, and I think to me, yeah, it's it's very important to, to have friends. I think it's it very is. important to be a friend. Uh, it's very important for me to stay in touch with my friends. Uh, to, to feel like I'm connected and I have contact and, and all that kind of stuff. So it's important to know like how to be a good friend and, and what you're looking for. I mean, what do you want to see out of your friends? I mean, just off the top of your head. Well, a loyalty and, right. you know, like-mindedness, you know, people that I think like or relate to. Okay, I'll go um, with that. Like the same things. I like people that are funny. Right. I'm all about funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why you like me. I'm a goofball, so... <laughs> She, she likes her favorite little best friend goofball right yeah. here, me. They're just people that are just down to earth. I, like, I don't, I'm not into pretentious or, you know, just anything fake. I just like normal. I, I think do things in common. Like, yep. from, you know, for Mark and I, we have, you know, the job that we do together. So that's friendship. Uh, so sometimes you're friends with your staff because you're working with them or at a certain job, you're friends because you work together, you do the similar things. Uh, sometimes you're friends because of a hobby. Uh, we have friends with kayaking. We have friends, you know, let's say hiking. Yep. Uh, any hobby that I've ever had, you know, I've typically developed friends. Some friends I have, I have because they're hilarious. Yeah, I do like friends that we do stuff together. Right. Yeah, because I think we're doers. We right. like to do things. We like we yeah. like to do that. And, and we'll create a vortex and suck anyone in who wants, wants to come, to come into with it. us. Yeah. Uh, it's usually not too many. But, you know, we, <laughs> we, we do try. But friendship, honestly, I think to be there through thick and thin. When mm -hmm. I think of a friend, it says in Proverbs 18.24, one who has unreliable friends will soon come to ruin. Uh, there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. So if you've got unreliable friends, you're soon going to come to ruin. And, and if your friends are unreliable and there's nothing that you can do about it, I would tend to get away from them because they're not really friends. <laughs> uh, they're not friends. I, I would say, don't be friends with stupid people or you're yeah. going to get hurt. That's the honest to good and the truth. I know it sounds hard, that sounds harsh, but it's just, it's just true. If yeah, you do friends, you have friends that are constantly doing boneheaded things. It's going to hurt you yeah. because you're going to get caught up in that. You can't relate to it. Yeah. Right. You're going to get caught up in it. So that, mm -hmm. that would be, we talked in, a, in another show about, yep. you know, parting ways uh, that could be it. But I look at it like unreliable friends. It says if they're unreliable, they're doing dumb stuff. You can't count on them, whatever. That's not the kind of friend that you want. The kind of friends that are taking you down. The kind of friend you want is the one who's going to stick closer than a family member. Right. The one that's going to stick closer, it says here, than a brother. You could also say a sister. There's somebody who's going to be there through thick and thin. Those yep. are the kind of friends that you want. So when you think about being that kind of friend who's going to be there through thick and thin, what would that mean? I think that means that you're communicating, you're checking up on them. I have one friend that, um, you know, has some health issues and I try to check in regularly. How right. are you doing? How are you feeling? You know, do you want to get together, you know, for a cup of coffee or just whatever, right. you know, just 
to be there and be a support. You know, sometimes I had a friend that was just, you know, sick recently and just, you know, take a meal over and just be a friend. Right. You know, someone, oh, a good one, right? someone that is there for your friend when they have a need. Well, how about when you were sick and you had a fever oh for 19 days? I mean, how many people brought food? So many food? people I mean, brought food over, sent me cards. I mean, it was fabulous. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was great. Mm -hmm. uh, so I would say, yeah, check up on them is one thing that you mentioned. One thing that I had written down, I think being an encourager, being, uh, building into them, uh, sticking with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, sometimes like if, if somebody has a hard time, I don't want to be allowed on you. You know, in other words, you get a flat tire in life. I don't want to be allowed on you. I want to be there. No, with you and, yeah. and it's see not all it, fun and games and see it through. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. doesn't have to be. Oh, hey, it's not fun anymore because you're going through a divorce, or it's not fun anymore because you're going through a tough time. Mm -hmm. I'll be allowed uh, as long as you're doing the right thing and you're trying to get it together. Yeah. You know, I'm, I want to definitely be there to help you. And I would say yeah. being a friend through thick and thin, like it says, there's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. I would say part of that would certainly be uh, loyalty, right? Mm -hmm. And I I value super value loyalty. Yeah, it's hugely important because if someone is disloyal to you in any area, then how can you trust them? Right. How can they really truly be a friend? Or if you're disloyal right. to your friend, like you're talking about your friend to someone else. Right. You know what I mean? What kind of a friend are you that right. you would do that? Even if you're upset with your friend, you should never like go and tell someone else what they right. said or how you felt because you're going to get over it and you're going to keep moving on. But you do that, and they're never going to forget. Yeah, and your friend might yeah. not get over it. You got over it. You weren't upset anymore, but they, they remember it. Yeah, that can be. Yeah. But, yeah, I would say that, you know, a disloyal person just doesn't have, doesn't have your back, mm -mm. you know, in a battle when you need them the most, and they're out there taking sides against you. That would be not good. Kind of like in the Braveheart movie where, you know, Robert the Bruce lines up with Longshank to, right, to yeah. fight against – William Wallace, and he finally attacks him and pulls off his mask. He can't believe. Yeah, the look on his face. The look on of his face of the absolute, betrayal. Oh, yeah, horrible. Mm -hmm. You know, like Jesus Christ with Judas Iscariot. I mean, how hard must that have been? Right. You know, to True. know, you know, you betray me with a kiss. Seriously, mm -hmm. you're here to you're betraying. Like he called it what it was. You, this is betrayal. Right. Man, plain and simple. So yeah, I mean, value loyalty. I expect it. Um, I don't, here's the one thing I don't expect. I don't expect blind loyalty. I, no. I expect if I'm going the wrong direction, you're going to call me I'll out on it, you. period. Mm -hmm. But Proverbs 17, 17 says a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a day of adversity. So when, when the going gets tough and, you know, I think of what we've gone through with, you know, as a pastor, uh, through COVID, it's been tough. And now we have mandated masks. I'm going to have to make another announcement in the church. And probably by the time people hear this, we've already made it, but, yeah, I mean, the the people that have been there and said, hey, you know, uh, thanks for what you do, or, you know, they have your back all the time, I do appreciate it. I think it's really important if you're a true friend to be an encourager, to be someone that is uplifting. And I love the verse in the Bible that talks about iron sharpens iron, you know, where if you're a really good friend, you're going to help your friend and sharpen your friend even to be a better person. Yeah, and, you know, when the friend's got plenty and the friend's got nothing, you know, you're still friends. It doesn't right. matter. Mm -hmm. And that's how you find out who your friends are. You know, when you hit your low point, who's still around? Yeah, if you're the candy man, everybody's there, right? Yeah, right. When you're right. So anyway, <laughs> I think be there through thick and thin. If I'm yeah. going to be a good mm -hmm. friend, and I think that we need to challenge ourselves in a day of social media, a day when it's easy to sit home, and chirp on, uh, you know, Instagram or Twitter or uh, Facebook or Netflix binge, and we can be by ourselves. I see a lot of it, by the way. People seem very content right now to just be at home alone, yeah. you know, where to me it's like, man, shouldn't we be out? Like, 
you doing know, something. doing something with that. Well, you and I always have, and, yeah, we're and always we, out, we still keep yeah. doing it. But uh, tell the truth. I think it's another one. Proverbs mm-hmm. twenty-seven six: The wounds of a friend can be trusted. An enemy multiplies kisses. So, when someone is some a truth teller in your life, and they're not afraid to tell you the truth, those are the kind of people I ultra value. I don't want to hear what you think I want to hear. I want to hear how you see it. I want to hear what the issues are. I want to clearly spelled out. Yeah, right? because sometimes we need to hear it. You know, if, if you're out of line in one way or another, or if I'm too opinionated about something, like sometimes you'll tell me you're too opinionated. So then right. I have to take it back a step. I don't go out blurting no, my know, opinion right. all over, but I do to you. Right. You know, so it's one of those things where you just have to be realizing, hey, they love me and they're helping me. Right. You know, it's not right. about criticism. Right. Not for criticism's sake. Absolutely. Yeah. I think too, you know, I've got to, when my top loyalty is going to be, you know, to God. Right. And, and I can't follow you to hell and knowing that it's going against God's way the whole way. I mean, I've got to come back and say, no, I, I need to be there and doing the right thing no matter what. And yeah. I value God higher than I'm going to value you. And because I do that, I'm, I'm the kind of friend I'm going to tell you the truth. Now I've had, I've had dear friends do some boneheaded stuff. And uh, when they do, I tell them that was stupid in, yeah. in no uncertain terms. Like I don't, I don't put gloves on. I don't get my fur mittens and slap them. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, if it's a guy that can handle it, I lay them out and I just tell them in no uncertain terms, dude, that was like way wrong mm-hmm. because they need to hear it. They need to know their friend serious about it because that to me is being a friend. A friend isn't like, Oh, you know, I don't really want to say anything. I don't want to hurt your feelings. I'll hurt your feelings if it's going to save your life. Yes. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I've seen it with our own family. Mm -hmm. I'll hurt my own family's feelings if I think I'm going to save your life. Yeah. In the end. Because in the end, what's more important is that we're on the right path and that, you know, relationships are restored or, you know, a person is doing the right thing. And sometimes it can be hard to say something, right? but it's important. And I think it's a key is you're saying it in love, right? that you're not uh-huh. going, not going with a heart of, you know, you're waving your finger and you're this and you're that. And it's an attitude of, I want what's best oh for you. When you know somebody's coming to you and they love you to pieces and they're telling you something honestly, you should listen to that mm-hmm. when somebody, cause they're yeah. like you said, they're not coming because they're an enemy and they just want to pound on you as an enemy. They're coming to you to talk to you about serious things because that's how much they love you. They're putting it all on the line, emotionally on the line. They're, mm-hmm. they're opening their own heart, putting it at risk for you. That's something I would listen to because when you know, someone loves you, you know, their wounds can be trusted. Right. That's true. Because the enemy, you don't care if it's, it's not that you don't care about your enemies, but you're probably not going to go to, you know, an enemy and say something. You're going to your friend and, you know, you want them to do what's right. It's never easy. I I don't think like whenever some, some are easy. Like if I'm really good friends with somebody, it's pretty easy for me to say if they're doing something real obvious that like, you know, we got to figure this out. Like we need to get together and we need to figure this out because mm-hmm. it's not going the right way. And yeah, that's not, to me, it's not hard to do like right. little, little trifling things. I don't worry about. No, it's the big stuff. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't like that color on you, Mark, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not worried about, you know, I'm not worried about stuff like that, but yeah, when it's big issue things, then, 
to me, I, I want people to be straight up with me and I want to mm -hmm. be straight up with them. And when American Idol used to be on, who was the favorite judge? Simon Cowell, because he told the truth. Because he told the truth. Yep. He was not like buttering them up. Mm -mm. They knew that when he, when they got his praise, it was merited. Right. Because he was a truth teller. So again, when somebody comes to you with a heart, like you said, saying in love, and they come to you with a heart of love and they tell you hard things, it's not like it's easy. Right. You know, a lot of times it's hard to get to that point where you have to sit down and have a, have a hard conversation with somebody, but you're doing it out of love. Trust that it says, let me say it again, wounds from a friend can be trusted. Mm -hmm. An enemy multiplies kisses. An enemy sure. doesn't call you to account. An enemy lets you go and wreck your life. Yeah, they watch you crumble. They watch, yeah, they're not going to tell you there's a big 90 degree turn at the bottom of the hill and you're doing 100 miles an hour. Your right. friend's going to tell you, hey, hit the brakes because you're about to you're about to collide with something, right? Mm -hmm. That's a friend. A friend are also trustworthy. It says in Proverbs 11, 13, a gossip betrays a confidence, but a trustworthy person keeps a secret. And I think one of the ways to know that you're a good friend is when you keep your mouth shut about stuff. And whether you liked it or not, you can just, you hear it, they told you in confidence, and it's never going anywhere. And if somebody tells you, hey, listen, I have, I've had someone say, I have COVID. I don't want you to tell anyone. Okay, I didn't. Right. Wasn't anyone attending the church? Yeah. They're from the church, but they haven't attended the church since all this started. But they did, they did get it. Don't say anything. I didn't say anything even to the staff. Right. Like, don't say anything means... Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Right. That's that's what it means to me. If you confide in me, I can't have uh, one of the staff tell me something. And I go to the next staff's person's office and hear about that. Yeah. Bob, 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 be town crier. No, it says, yeah, and you betray a confidence. A trustworthy person is somebody who will keep a secret. And I think, too, if you're going to a friend and you're sharing anything with them or they're sharing something with you, you should just assume you're not going to tell. They shouldn't have to say every time, don't tell anybody. Don't, you know what I'm saying? If someone's just having a conversation with you, and your friends, you know, you just know this is a conversation between us. Even if they're mad at you about something and they say something to you, you know, maybe in a little bit of anger, you don't run and tell your other friends about it because it's going to pass. Right. You know, right. I agree. Be trustworthy. I think that you, when you're really a friend, you're going to hold somebody's honor and dignity. And even mm -hmm. if you know that wasn't great. You know, maybe you saw you, maybe I'm a guy and I saw a friend check out another girl. Mm -hmm. I don't need to go, man, a guy's checking out. I saw him do this. I saw him do this. Or, hey, you know, I that guy cursed right around me. I'm going to go tell everyone what they did. I'll say it to them. You know what I'm saying? Right. If there's an issue, I'll say it to them. I'm yeah, not going to. person. I'm not yeah. going to share like silly things or mistakes people make or something mm -hmm. that would make them look bad. Not if I'm a friend. If I'm doing that kind of stuff, then I really couldn't count myself a friend because that's not right. No. no, and when you find out that someone's done something like that to you, you know, it puts a wedge in your friendship. Right, absolutely. I think, too, it takes discipline to keep your mouth shut. Mm -hmm. It does. It takes discipline to be that, a trust, be that trustworthy person, that faithful person that's just not going to tell their business because again, you know, you tell stories on somebody. I've always assumed this, by the way, if I have one person telling me about a, B and C, what they did, I know they're telling a, B and C cause I'm now I'm person D. I know they're yeah. telling a, B and C what I did. You know what I mean? Because you just know if they're talking about every one of their friends, yep. it's only a matter of time. They're talking about me. I mean, I've known that yeah. since I always believe this don't gossip. Mm -hmm. Just don't gossip. I've, that's always been a thing of mine ever since I was in high school. I always felt that, 
if you don't talk about others, they won't talk about you. Yeah. Bible says you will reap what you sow. Right. So don't sow it. <laughs> right. But while we're on gossip and it's not, you know, it's a little step away from friendship. I mean, in friendship, we're like, hey, be there through thick and thin. You got to be the kind of friend who's going to tell the truth because the wounds of a friend can be trusted. You got to be a trustworthy person, uh, certainly loyalty, but trustworthy, just being that person that can keep a secret. But when it comes to gossip, my rule of thumb is this. I believe none of what I hear and half of what I see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because so many people, they distort the truth or they add to the truth. And I always try to keep this too. Is it, is it really valid or something that you should say? Right. And even if it's true, do you really need to say it? Right. So, yeah, just because, yeah. well, just, it's not gossip, it's true. Okay, it still doesn't need to be said. Right. I had one young man came and talked to me about, a group, and it wasn't even that I, I didn't even like the leader of that group. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I that that they've they've done rotten things to us, said rotten things about us. I didn't say one word about it. I didn't tell this young man anything about it. I just said, listen, let me just tell you something. My experience has been people say a lot of things; they're not always true. Right. And if I've heard some of the stories come back that I supposedly did that I never did, I said, and I'm not saying that guy didn't do it. I'm just saying, just because somebody said he did, doesn't mean he did. Right, doesn't make it so, true. So, right, just because somebody said it, it doesn't make it true. And there's a there's a lot of falsehoods. And when you hear things, well, someone told my friend, and my friend told this friend, and this friend told me, you know there was something lost way back there somewhere. Because mm -hmm. no one gets every fact straight. And oftentimes I've told you, no, all I really know is that he heard it from so-and-so who heard it. So we really don't know exactly what was said because sometimes heard we think that's exactly verbatim what they said. Friend. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't, yeah. but here's the challenge. Go be a good friend, be a trustworthy friend, be there through thick and thin and don't be afraid to tell the truth. You guys all have a great and awesome week.